Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, what up? Welcome to the Triple Threat Podcast. We are live and in living color, and we appreciate everybody joining us every week. We are always having a good time on the Triple Threat Podcast. I am DJ Shockley. I got my man Scotty D on the other side of the mic. We appreciate you guys joining us every week as the Triple Threat Podcast is a blessing because we are blessing because we are blessing. Because we are blessings. Scotty D, you didn't get that, did you? I took that uh-huh. man with it. Scotty <laughs> Anyway, hey, forget that. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? What's good? Hey, I am uh I'm a little in the dumpster right now, man. I'm 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 mixed. I got my golf game going all right, but all right. my but but my my wagering is struggling, man. I'm I'm Oof. I'm losing it all. Yeah, Why, I'm losing bro? it all. Just because it's else? It's a me problem. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about making some bets and then flipping all of them and just bet the opposite on all of them. Ooh, flip it. Fading, fading myself. If uh, anybody else out there is uh, wanting to make some some wagers, you got to check out Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports actions. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. And there's my dog. <laughs> he want to get in on it. Yeah, he likes underdogs. So no doubt. He- head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. They got some great NBA props in there. Check those out. Bet online, man. Maybe they're going to bring you back, Scotty D. Maybe they got some interesting props or something you can use and or... Uh, I saw one uh, interesting part where they talked about Bryson DeChambeau coming up in the next golf tournament. Uh, it was a bet of like minus 250 of if he could make three birdies in, you know, Thursday and Friday. Would you take that? Three birdies in two rounds? Both days. Yeah, in two oh, rounds. Both. No, 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 no. He got to do it both days. Three birdies. Minus, two, minus 250? That's No, nah, that's a lot of juice to lay. That's a lot of juice. Yeah, that's See, a that's lot of thing. juice. You got you got to bet. I only understand bet, it, bro. You got to bet two hundred fifty dollars to to win a hundred dollars in that case. Okay, so that's what it is. So when it's minus, you got to bet whatever that minus number is to get a hundred dollars. You risk two fifty to win a hundred. Okay, so what if that's, it's like plus? It. What if it's like plus three fifty? What's that mean? Now What's we're the talking. Plus mean? What's that so mean? So now you bet a hundred to win three hundred fifty. Ooh. So is it always a hundred dollars? Is that always the number? No, well, that number represents a hundred dollars. You can bet ten to win thirty-five. Okay. Or or on the other one you mentioned, risk twenty-five to win ten. So you, so the number you can bet any number you want, but that's how those numbers work. You think of it in you know in in hundred dollar increments, basically. Bro, it blowing my mind with that one. I am I am. I am off the pedestal when they say talking about these bad nods and numbers. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a plus three fifty for that number all day. Okay, okay, but so not, yeah. no, not not minus hundred dollars to get you three fifty, so you win your two fifty. Okay, I got you. I'm cool yeah. with that. I'm I'd cool probably that. make it. Yeah, I'd probably make an even bet on that. I think he'd make. He he's got a good shot at three three birdies each round. Scotty, before we jump into some of this stuff, man, you about to head out to old Mexico, ain't you, man? Mexico, huh? yeah. What part uh, say, is there? What part of Mexico y'all going to? We're going to Playa del Carmen, so I think it's like an hour south of Cancun. No kids gonna get a little. No, gonna get a little. Gonna get a little crazy no, watch, for Scotty watch, 
Watch your mouth now. Now, <laughs> now you're gonna have a drink every day, all day. That's all I want to know. Every day. All day. Every day. Nice. nice. I had no comment. I got no comment nice. on that. On that. All right, man. Well, enjoy your trip, bro. Enjoy your trip to Mexico. Have fun, yeah. man. You and the wife enjoy it. Uh, obviously good to get that time away for sure. All right, let's jump into some of the news around the sports world. And, of course, everything that is front and center right now is the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. And as we record this today on Wednesday morning, what just happened last night with the Blazers in Denver? Scotty, I know, you's up. I know you was watching it. Oh, Freaking yeah. Dame Dollar had my attention. My son, let me tell you, my son, Two times before the game was over, it was like two minutes to go in the game. He's like, oh, the game's over. There's no way they can score that many points. I said, Trey, listen, the game ain't over. It's plenty of time. Then it got down to 50 seconds. Daddy, can you say it's over now? It's over now. I said, it ain't over. They can go down. They can hit a three. They can foul them. They can miss a free throw. And they come back and shoot it. That's exactly what happened. After the first overtime, he looked at me like, are you kidding me? Dame. Dollar goes out and scores 55 points in 52 minutes. He hit 12 threes in this double overtime loss. Even though they lost, he said 12, he shot 12 threes and set an NBA playoff record for three points, which was more than, you know, uh, Clay Thompson did a few years back. So mm-hmm. he hit a three to tie the game with three point seconds to go, uh, remaining regulation. They hit another in the first OT with 6.6 seconds. And he shot it over 6'10", Michael Porter Jr. You're talking about putting on a show, Dame Dollar. What did you think about the game, bro? Well, I was – I mean, he, he was – it was amazing. Um, he – I don't think he could miss, you know. And and uh, <laughs> know. he just put the team on his back. They, they would get down 10 points and he'd bring them back. And they – you know, I mean, it was uh, it was amazing. It's it's unfortunate for him that they, that they took the L, but – um man, he he's he's an amazing player. There's man, no question it was, about it. He's one of the was, clutch, most you're talking about fun to watch, man. Yeah. Fun to watch. I mean, he was knocking everything down, using the backboard. I mean, he literally brought them back. At one point, he had the last like 11 points for him. They went on an 11-1 run. Uh, it was crazy. But Nikolai Jokic came up for the Denver Nuggets as well. A lot of people mm-hmm. think he's gonna be the MVP the way he played last night. Right. I ain't watched much of Denver, but if you've been doing that all year, good God almighty, this dude is worthy of the MVP. It's like every time they need a bucket, this dude got the bucket. He had 38 Mm -hmm. points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, and they got some help from Monte Morris as well, who had 28 points and had a couple big buckets in that ball game as well. Yeah, Denver Denver takes the 3-2 lead over Portland, and now they got a chance to close out the Blazers in game six. The other game that came on last night, which if you watched it, you probably only watched it for a half. The Lakers get blown mm. out by mm. the Suns, 115 to 85, weren't even that close. Uh, they take a 3-2 lead. LeBron, though, is 14-0 in the opening round playoffs. Do you think the Lakers can get out of this series if they don't have AD? Can they still get out of it, or you think it's just done? I, I mean, I, I'm on record as saying I, I can't, I can't bet against LeBron. I know. You know, last night I was wishing I had after the game, <laughs> but no, I, that's that's a big ask, man. Without without AD there, I mean, you've seen what he's done when he doesn't have the help. He's yeah. never won. He's never won a title or gone deep in the playoffs without, uh, you know, a, a, a solid squad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bosh and Bosh and D Wade and. Uh, Kyrie and uh, and uh, 
love. You know, so he he's I don't know. I don't know if he can do it. The Suns are talented, man. So if they if they keep doing what they're doing, I, I don't think they should. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you, man. Well, what I saw last night, LeBron needs some help. And he had no help mm-hmm. last night from Schroeder or even KCP. I mean, you got some dudes out there who are hurting. They only, it is tough watching the Lakers right now uh, without AD and without mm-hmm. having that big presence in there. Another guy who can get you some buckets. It's tough to see. Brooklyn finished off Boston, 123-109. Now they take on Milwaukee, which I think will be a great series. Everybody knows Brooklyn has their big three. Milwaukee looks like they have a big three of their own with Middleton and Giannis, of course. Uh, Drew Holiday uh, is going to be something to be worried about when you talk about him and Kyrie. That's going to be fun Mm -hmm. to watch. Uh, So it's going to be interesting to watch that series. Right now, who you got, Brooklyn and Milwaukee? Brooklyn. I've I've also made it known that I don't I don't have faith in Milwaukee in the playoffs until yeah, I see they, it until I see them do it you know they usually have not shown up in the playoffs I get I get you on that Scott, if, they're, if they've made yeah if they've made the change then this is definitely their chance to prove it man I'm such a fan of Brooklyn because Brooklyn can get pockets they can score man they, how they ended the game last week versus Boston or the other day versus Boston where you come down, Kyrie knocks a shot down, knocks down the three ball. KD comes out, knocks down the three ball. Hardy comes down, knocks down the three ball. Like the, mm-hmm. their ability to score with the amount of dudes they got is freaking unreal. Brooklyn's going to be tough to beat, but I think Milwaukee may be trying to break that streak, man. It's going to be tough to beat Brooklyn four times, but uh, if anybody can do it, maybe it's Milwaukee. Uh, the other series with the 76ers, man, no Joel and B last ball game. Willie mm-hmm. be back, had an MRI on that knee. Uh, it's going to be a tough situation if uh, 76ers don't get Joel and B back. A lot of people believe if he's not back, the Hawks have a chance in the next series of beating the 76, yeah. 76ers, which is a huge statement. Think of the Hawks. Obviously, the Hawks take a three to one lead over the New York Knickerbockers. All the mm. Knicks fans are mad because Julius Randle hasn't really shown up in the playoffs. RJ Barrett is doing RJ Barrett things, hadn't hit a three pointer. I don't know how long. Uh, but this is a, it's turned interesting now because the news of talking trash has mm-hmm. come up. Clint Capella uh, has said, hey, the Knicks have tried to out-physical us. They tried to talk trash. And Clint Capella says, guess what? We can be physical. We can talk trash. And we're going to send y'all home on vacation. It's <laughs> Wednesday morning. Do the Hawks get the win on Wednesday night, Scotty D? I'm going to say Yes. Okay, you know, being being the being the Hawks fan here, I, I felt like oh, everybody's on the Knicks, everybody's on the Knicks, and then you know, Nate uh, Nate McMillan got fined for talk for basically saying that. But yeah. if I went back uh, before we before we got on here and looked at the the numbers in Vegas, the numbers before the series had uh, the the Hawks with a fifty five percent edge, which doesn't sound like much, but it's really a, it's not a five point edge; it's a ten point edge, right? Mm. So. Yeah. Think of it like uh, think of it like presidential election. Fifty-two percent is is you know a, a, usually a big gap. Fifty-two to forty, they look at that as a big gap. Well, having a ten percent edge in this series uh, going into the series from a gambling standpoint means Vegas, who they know their stuff, um, means they were they were buying the the Hawks. And based on the four games I've seen, I will say three games and. three three quarters that that we've seen the hawks are clearly the better team there is no 
ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's not, it's, it's one of the most lopsided um, series that we've watched, honestly. No doubt. Uh, maybe, maybe besides the heat and bucks, but um, I, I, I think they certainly have the ability to get done. My, my thing is I don't react well to, to what these guys are talking about. You're talking about the trash talking stuff. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't have that mindset. I'd love to, I'd be proud to. So I just hope that Trey. What mindset of talking Casey, trash? Huh? Yeah. Well, well, I, I wouldn't deal with it well. I'll talk. If somebody's it, talking trash talk to you. And so somebody talking trash to you, you can deal with it. Well, let's just say not just talking trash, but I'll get tight under pressure. All right. <laughs> so I wouldn't trust myself. My, you know, myself. Well, to I know how to like play this. you when we go play golf. I know how to play you. I got you. Okay, go ahead. Please. I got you. Keep going, bro. Keep going. I got faith Keep going. in my golf game. I just, so, I just know now. You can't handle the trash talk. I can't. I can't. <laughs> no, I don't take golf too seriously. I'm talking about being an NBA playoff. So listen, if they, if if our young players, if Trey and JC and uh, I think Bogey's got a good mindset, and, and and I'm not saying Trey and JC don't, but they're just younger, so I'm pointing them out. If they can handle the trash talk and the and the and the fu fu Trey chance from the 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 trashy Knicks fans then I think they can, they can fin- finish it up tonight. All that, yeah, yeah. All finish, that. finish them up. Let's get, let's get on to the Sixers, and hopefully Embiid won't be back because their record is under 500 without Embiid, and that's yep. against everybody, not in the playoffs. So I, um, Ben Simmons is, is, a, is a wreck kind of sometimes. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, I like it if, if Embiid doesn't play. And, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm, I didn't give him a chance against the Sixers uh, two weeks ago. But the even with Embiid, man, the way what I'm seeing out of these Hawks, I give them a chance to to get to the in, uh, Eastern Conference Finals. No Why doubt. Not? I mean, like you said, they got a lot of young talent, man. They got a lot of scores on their team. I heard Travis yeah. talking the other day talking about, hey, we got a lot of guys who mm-hmm. can shoot the rock. We got a lot of guys that are playing good defense. Uh, I like what Clint Capella is doing on the boards. Man. I mean, they got yeah. some dudes, man, that can play some really good basketball, and they're finally getting a little taste of this playoffs and what it feels like to win. So I like what a, the 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 direction of where the Hawks are. It would be great if the Hawks can get the win, and mm-hmm. then the 76ers could lose a game, and the Hawks can get some more rest heading sure. into that second round. So uh, we'll see how it finishes up uh, on tonight, where the Hawks take on the Knicks. Uh, hey. Also, breaking news: um, Celtics Brad Stevens to replace Danny Ainge as new head of basketball operations. So what? Yeah, Brad Stevens. What? Brad Stevens stepping down from the Celtics head coach. They would now need a new head coach, and he will replace Danny Ainge upstairs. Initial thoughts what? on that, bro. Yeah. That's wild, man. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at ESPN, and it and I hadn't refreshed it, and it said uh, Ainge mulling his future. So I knew that was going on, but now it says Ainge is out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. Would you do, that surprises me that he wants to give up coaching to be a – a front office guy. That's weird. Yeah, because usually you think, okay, can I have both roles or can I have a yeah a role I still want to coach? Because like most coaches love being coaches until like yeah. they just can't do it anymore. And yeah. Stevens is still a young dude, man. So interesting. He is going upstairs, and now the Celtics will be looking for a new head coach after wow. losing their last series. So interesting hey, news there, man. Let me ask you a question. You were talking yeah. about tra- stay in the front office with me. You were talking about Travis Schlink. You think that dude's feeling himself right now? <laughs> a little bit. With the moves he made, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's probably sitting back now like, y'all wasn't trusting me at first. But Told now you. you see it. Now you see it. So, uh, yeah. yeah. 
Travis Schlenk pulling pretty good about himself, especially they get through they get through this next series and get into that next round and play really good. Everybody's gonna say, well, those decisions were well mm-hmm. worth it, man. So uh hopefully the Hawks finish it off, man. It'd be great to see that happen, and we'll see some other stuff coming up down the pipe and look forward to that next series. Uh jumping to the world of tennis, man. Interesting story came out this week with Naomi Osaka, who withdrew from the French Open, seeking to, pr- to protect her mental health was fined 15K for not speaking with the media earlier this week and decided to withdraw herself from the French Open. Says she has struggled with it since 18. Uh, mentioned that she's an uh, introvert uh, and she wants to have more conversations with the Women's Tennis Association on ways to make things better for players. And you got to remember, Osaka's only 23 years old, but she's a four-time major champion mm-hmm. and ranked number two uh, in women's tennis. So, uh, when I saw this man, I was, um, I tell you, I respected her vulnerability. I respected her courage to admit that she has some mental issues, mental health mm-hmm. issues that she wanted to address and that it was a strain on her. And yeah. I know a lot of people say, Hey, uh, you signed up for this. This is what you knew coming in, but it's easier said than done when you got to get in front of that, that mic or that camera in front of people and be vulnerable and it's taking a toll on her. And you never know what people are going through in their private. People see them in the public all the time. And, you know, when you're on the court, you're a different player or you're on the field, you're a different player. But you get a chance to uh, be vulnerable and people kind of look down on you. But it was great to see people like Serena and Venus come to a defense. And uh, Steph Curry, I saw, had a tweet, you know, uh, a lot of people supporting her, which I thought was pretty cool. But mm-hmm. uh, I say big kudos to Naomi Osaka, man, for being vulnerable in those moments and saying, hey, I got to find a way to help my mental health going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, you know, I don't really, there's a lot of times when you when you don't uh, share a, a, I don't know, I, I can't moment. see, I can't see what through? answering, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't really, I can't really get what the problem is, just answering a few questions, you know, but I don't, I don't suffer from whatever, you know, whatever is bothering her. So I have to be, I have to be respectful of that. Now, I think in my opinion, she she said, she said she just has an anxiety of being in front of people. It's like, it's like people have an anxiety Mm -hmm. of public speaking, you know, people just have an anxiety when they get in front of people to talk and kind of express how they feel like it's uncomfortable for. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, she can be, she can Marshawn Lynch it and just show up and just (laughs) one one word, one word answers and, and, you know, and stuff, but yeah, I mean, I, it's 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 admirable that she would. I mean, pull out of a major tournament to 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 discuss that. That's what her her life goals are about. Major tournaments, you know, more than anything, and she's pulling yeah. herself out because of that. So uh, yeah. I admire her for it, and she's a she's a heck of a player, no doubt. Um, and and you know, she's not being disrespectful to anybody. So I I just you said she was ranked second in the world. I had to look it up. I don't even know who this girl is. It's ranked first. I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so big kudos to Naomi Osaka, man, for, you know, having the courage, like I mentioned, to even say, hey, I'm just going to withdraw from this particular competition that I love to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully she finds the help she needs uh, with mental uh, health that helps her get through this particular tough situation that she's in. And I went back and I, I researched some of the stuff that the Women's Tennis Association says they provide for their players for research and support. They said they have four areas where they provide resources and support. One is mental health consultations, support and referrals. One is mental performance skills, 
The other one is tour life skills and development strategies. And the other one is critical incident management, safety working support. So we'll see if some of those resources and some of that support helps her in the coming uh, days, months, years, whatever it may be to help her because she's an absolute star in the game mm-hmm. of tennis. And hopefully she comes back and she doesn't have to deal with uh, some of the things that she's dealing with now. So uh, big kudos to Naomi Osaka, man. And we support you here on the Triple Threat Podcast on getting that mental health uh, in the right spot for you to, to live a, a really healthy life. Uh, other news around the sports world. Uh, coming up June 6th, Floyd Mayweather takes his 50-0 and 0 record versus Logan Paul, who is a popular YouTuber. Now, Logan Paul is 26. Floyd is 44 years old. And here's the thing that Floyd gives up, Scotty D. He gives up 40 pounds in weight. He gives up six inches in height. And, of course, the 18 years of age. Floyd versus Logan Paul. First off, would you watch it? And second off, do you think Logan Paul had any chance of touching Floyd? That's that'll be the interesting thing. I wonder, you know, I think I think that with the with the huge size disadvantage or advantage for for Logan Paul, um, that that's where that's where it's kind of it's a hard fight to read, you know. And that's why they have weight classes. <laughs> no doubt, you know, it's because because so the reach is because that's another number I'd like to know what the difference is. The reach differences that the that's which to me is really huge. Um, right. So it, it's I don't know, man. I, every time I'm thinking this kid's a clown, he's a YouTube clown, and then he beats somebody. You know, now he's beating a basketball player, and he's beating uh, who who did he beat last time? Uh. Anyway, no, 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 he, no, no. See, see, Jake Paul is the one that beat uh, Robinson. So he has a brother. See, remember, his brother is the guy who went to the press conference and snatched Floyd's hat. That's not actually Logan Paul who he's fighting. Jake Paul is the guy that knocked out Nate Robinson. There's his two brother. of them. Yeah, yeah. So they're two brothers. You got Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Jake Paul is the one that knocked <laughs> out Nate Robinson. So uh, this is Logan taking me Paul back. is his brother. <coughs> this is taking me back to episode one. DJ. <laughs> There's a difference between Lil Baby and Dub Baby. No doubt. No doubt. They two different dudes. They two different dudes. You gotta you Well, gotta it doesn't change, them. doesn't change my thought on it. He's still a YouTube clown. Um <laughs> I think yeah, but but defensively, Mayweather's the best that ever that ever did it, right? So yeah, uh I'm a, and, I'm we, a and we know why they're doing this. They getting oh, major, sure. major cash to do this. I'm major going with Flo- I'm going with Floyd and I'm 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 pulling for Floyd to expose this guy. I like I like the 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 gamemanship in this. Logan Paul says Floyd came out of retirement just to get retired. I'm about to beat the greatest fighter of all time. So he he's oh pumping gosh. it up, he's boosting it up, he's trying to have it uh hype and, and and get it going and have the viewers watch. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna I'm gonna tune in. I want to watch it, but I want to watch it for another reason. There's another guy who's gonna be fighting on this card. He's gonna be a part of the first part of the pay per view. Gonna be the first fight in the pay per view part of the card. Our man Ocho Cinco, yes, former Bengals wide receiver Chad Johnston is fighting June 6th, and he's on the pay-per-view card as the first bout, and he's fighting Brian Maxwell. Brian Maxwell is 33. Now, this guy has done boxing. He's 0-1 in boxing. He's done MMA. He's 2-3 and in MMA, and he's done bare-knuckle fighting, Scotty D, which he's Ooh. 0-3. So, he's got <laughs> some experience 
Uh, getting 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 but, getting beat up, <laughs> no doubt. But Ocho Cinco has also been uh, been been kind of going back and forth and and working out and kind of training with the Charlo brothers. I don't know if you've seen them two dudes, but nasty dudes. Look them up. Uh, Jamel and uh, I can't remember the other one's name. They're Jamel, both of them are champions in their own weight division. They're twin brothers, and Ocho's been kind of uh, going. What's back the last name? Charlo. C H A R L O. And the Charlo like, brothers. I, I feel like I've heard of them. Yeah. But they, I'm going to have to look into that. Now that see, that makes me that lions. makes me interested. Yeah. Cause I because because to me, Ocho Sink, you know, Chad Johnson is must see TV all the time. Oh, yeah. He so go, I, he said he want to put on a show. He want to entertain. He said, basically, I want to go out and fight, but I want to make sure that when I leave, my face still intact, my kids know what I look like, and <laughs> I don't get knocked out. That's the three things he talked about. So he said, I'm gonna put on a good show. Uh, so we'll see if, if Chad can take his uh, reins into the into the boxing ring, which is, I think is going to be interesting. The last other non-boxer, as we know, we just talked about Nate Robinson got knocked out. So we'll see yeah. if Chad can do a little bit better. Ocho in this fight coming up on June 6th. So y'all check that out, man. Uh, other news, Marcelo Zuna. Uh, obviously, everybody's mm. heard the unfortunate news of him being arrested early this week for strangling his wife, sent to jail, uh, got out on $20,000 bond. Just a sad, sad story. I think it's the last mm-hmm. time we see him in a Braves uniform. It'd be tough to see him in a lot of different <laughs> uniforms because this is a felony, of course, so he could serve jail time. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunate to see a guy who I think a lot of people in Atlanta who are Braves fans, or who just fans of baseball, who watched Marcelo Zuna play, he, everybody loves to see him stir it up. But unfortunate, man, nobody uh, will be on his side for sure on this side with, uh, you know, what he did to his wife and putting his hands on another uh, woman, which is which is sad, sad, sad news. But uh, first thoughts when you heard about that, man. Just just disbelief. I mean, but you're I'll, I'll contribute first to what you said about him is that he had become a real real hero or not a hero. He had become a fan favorite for sure. No doubt. Him, no doubt. him and him and him and Acuna um huge huge fan favorites here everybody was excited to bring him back after last year yep. hold him responsible for getting to the you know the nlcs or or largely responsible for for that being kind of the uh the stir that the uh, the straw that stirs the drinks so to speak yeah so um it's 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 unfortunate um but the reason it's unfortunate is because you just don't you don't lay hands on 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 your lady you know what i mean no doubt. and no to doubt. me I haven't read a report. Uh, I've, I've only gone by what I've heard on the radio, basically. Um, but I heard that the cops actually saw it happen. So to me, it's it's a it's a done deal, man. And, and yeah, so he yeah he's definitely him, yeah, he's definitely done in, in Atlanta. And I don't know um, if you'll ever see him play again. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate, man. Unfortunate to see that happen. <laughs> Obviously, like I mentioned, fan favorite, but uh, nobody condones what he did. His actions are imprehensible for what he did. So. Uh, wishing his wife all the best for sure. Yeah. Uh, hopefully uh, he learns from this and comes out on the other side. Uh, other news, my Georgia Bulldogs picked up two big recruits oh, uh, just the other day, picked up tight end Eric Gilbert. If you don't remember this kid, freshman uh, at LSU, played tight end there, was really good. Um, he earlier had committed to Florida, mm-hmm. decommitted from Florida, and now he has committed to play for the dogs and says he's going to go there and play wide receiver. So uh, interesting news that Georgia gets more, uh, I should say, weapons for JT Daniels. And they also signed cornerback Darion Kendrick 
from Clemson. He was number one, one of their top players at Clemson. Uh, Georgia gets some help in the defensive backfield. So dogs looking to make an impact coming up this season, getting guys with some depth to add earlier. Uh, last thing I got in the football world, Bruce Arians. I know I, I brought this up just for you, Scotty, because you're a Gator. Bruce Arians says mentally Kyle Trash isn't far behind Andrew Luck. And we know how much everybody talked about Andrew Luck and how smart he was coming from Stanford. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Arians saying Kyle Trask is right behind Andrew Luck. What do you think about good, this? Good. Oh, I, I hadn't heard that. And that's uh, that's I'm really happy for that kid because yeah. he, he's got a terrific story. Now, granted, Arians is saying that about his quarterback. So uh, you take it a little bit with a grain of salt. But, um, you know, the guy the guy basically not wasn't recruited. And got seen by um, uh, I can't I can't remember who the offensive coordinator of Florida was at the time, but he was under under Jim McElwain. Just got seen because they were there looking at De'Eric King <laughs> at his high school, right? Didn't Dang. start in high school, so who gets recruited if you don't if you're a quarterback and you don't even start? Right. So he's he's one of my favorite stories of all time, and then and, and then to see what Dan Mullen was able to do with him to, from a del- developmental standpoint was terrific. So that's great to hear, man. I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, that's a good step in the right direction when you got a guy like him there with Tom Brady. Yeah. You can learn a lot from a guy like that. Mm-hmm. So, looks like Kyle Trask found a good spot for himself, man, and moving forward. Last news we got, obviously, is, uh, some of the biggest news uh, around the National Football League, other than the Aaron Rodgers saga, uh, uh, other than the Deshaun Watson saga, is Julio Jones. Where's Julio gone? And the number one story now is it is June 1st. Yeah, yet it's June 2nd. So guess what that means? Julio can't be moved. Now uh, the swirling of who is the favorite. Now the Seahawks have become the new favorite to land Julio Jones. It was the Titans. It was the 49ers. Now it seems that Russell Wilson actually reached out to Julio and said, hey, you can come here, bro, and ball. Him and DK Metcalf, are you kidding me? Why would you line up in front of them two dudes? Them is two of the biggest individuals playing receiver spot ever. Uh, yeah. Who's your favorite to land Julio, man? Right now, if you had to put, if you had to go on better line and put some money on it, who yeah. would you bet Julio right now to? So the the first thing I want to I want to make sure that everybody understands is why the June first thing. And, and our buddy front office Los on uh, on on the radio here locally told me. Or, or mentioned online or on the radio that basically the cap hit goes from all of the salary this year after June 1st, it spreads out to two years. So that's a huge thing for a team that's, that's so bad with the cap. But the other thing is that the, the Falcons are one, this is their, this is where they, they're starting negotiations. We want a first round draft pick and we don't want to pay Julio a penny, mm-hmm. right? That's where they're starting negotiations. Mm-hmm. Now, two things to consider. One is that the um, the Seahawks don't have a first round draft pick next year because that's that was in their trade for Jamal Adams last year, right. and the other thing is I don't think that that's that asking price is going to be got anyway. So that being said, I think that if hopefully they can get rid of all of the salary or all of the money implications and then get a second you know a decent second round pick. That's that's what they're going to get. So I'm going to go. I think Tennessee is the favorite to get him. I don't mind put him Tennessee, with H because let me tell you something. D- D- AJ Brown ain't getting the same love as his college teammate DK Metcalf is. True, but AJ Brown is a stud, man. No and doubt. you put yeah. 
put those two guys with uh, with you know the guy that ran for two thousand yards last year. Yeah, I mean that that's a that's a sick offense right there. Yeah, I mean you talking about two monster dudes on the outside, and then you got a big two hundred forty pound back. I mean. How are you going to crowd the box with Derrick Henry in there, mm-hmm. but then you're going to leave A.J. Brown and Julio one-on-one on the outside? Oh, oh, that's nasty right there. So yeah. I'm with you. If Tennessee does that, they are an instant favorite in the, in the AFC now. They are contenders for sure. Uh, obviously, Mike Vabel's done a great job with that defense. They've been in yeah. the playoffs the last couple of years. Uh, so we'll see uh, how big that is, man. So uh, – Great news, man. Can't wait to hear what happens with Julio, man. I know it's been talk of the town for a long time here in the ATL, uh, mm-hmm. but a lot of great things happening, man. Like we said, Hawks come on tonight. Uh, we hope you guys check it out. Uh, a lot of great NBA basketball going on. Will the Lakers get bounced? Uh, great series with the Brooklyn and Milwaukee coming up. So a lot of great things going on in the sports world. And don't forget Floyd and Logan Paul. Ocho Cinco this weekend. Should be fun weekend of sports, man. We hope you guys have enjoyed the Triple Threat Podcast. You guys hit up Scotty D, man. Make sure uh, he's having a couple of drinks while he's out in Mexico and having a good time out there with his wife, man. We appreciate y'all joining us here on the Triple Threat Podcast each and every week. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to listen. Tell somebody. Let them know Triple Threat Podcast is exciting and fun to listen to. We'll catch you guys next week at a different time. Maybe same time. Maybe a different place. Maybe you know. But we'll see you next week here on the Triple Derek Podcast. For my dude, Scotty D, I'm DJ Shockley. Doses. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.